Hello sports fans and welcome to the 21st episode of Pub Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up to talk about rugby league. My name is Adam and I know very little about football, so I'm joined like always by my panel of armchair experts. Smokes. Giddy up boys, let's do it again. And the principal. Hello, I'm slightly, I'm not as upbeat as I've been the last few weeks, but we'll get <laughs> through. We've only got one hello instead of hello, hello. Oh, oh yeah, that's it. We're starting Frankie off on a, on a bad week. We're going to be in detention this week. <laughs> oh, bring it. <laughs> like normal, uh, Phantom couldn't make it because, you know, busy unpacking or whatever excuse was this week. Um, so it'll just be the three of us today. Um, how are you guys going? Surely people don't believe us that there's a there's another person in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that's They're, true. Nah, it's, nah, uh, that, that, yeah. he, he assures us that he will be back next week, but, you know, it's the Phantom. We'll so who bloody knows? Look, look, if the Roosters get up to his by someone, he might not show up. But I thought for sure he was going to be here this week because they, tr- they, they had a big win and the, camp, the Raiders had a big loss. So And he had a perfect round in the tipping. So I thought for sure this would be his... Uh, Grand, uh, grand re-entrance into the into the uh, podcast world, but apparently not. He's just not as hardcore as That's us. It. Uh, all right, Principal, you're in lockdown still, so uh, do you get to watch many of the games? Um, I watched all of the games until the Raiders game, and then I turned off <laughs> my TV in disgust for the rest of the week. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Oh. I thought the Raiders were a good thing. They weren't, and then I got got annoyed. But apart from that, yes, lockdown has been interesting. And now, uh, Smokes, you're in lockdown as well. That's it, yes. Uh, our lockdown so... began, and obviously that, that's going to be one of our big stories we talk about, the, the big lockdown in southeast Queensland, uh, which was due to end, well, Saturday afternoon was due to end Tuesday, but it's been extended till this Sunday. Based on what's happened the last couple of days here, I think they're going to extend it by another week. To hope just to yeah. try and really calm things down. But uh, I'm just really glad that the lockdown got announced for 4pm Saturday, not 4pm Friday. Otherwise, I would not have been able to go to Suncorp Stadium on Friday night, which was a very, very fun night indeed. Woo! Hopefully you didn't catch COVID, hey? <laughs> well, that's well, so long as no <laughs> poor bastard had it there, because there were 30,000 people there on Friday. So he's hoping they didn't. Yeah, it's going to be a long time before I think we see those numbers again. All right. Um, I didn't watch much of the game. I was uh, free here in Canberra, so I was at, you know, the breweries and IKEA and assembling desks all Sunday. So um, I didn't get to watch much of the games. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Uh, Smokes Roosters versus Eels. Yeah. Look. Um. You know. You know how some people say I hate to say I told you so. I'm not one of those people. I told you guys, Parramatta are in a slump, and the Roosters were primed to get them. Um, and they didn't just get them, they walloped them. Um, that was a carve-up. Uh, Sam Walker continues to impress. Uh, I think uh, Josh Morris scored the opening try. He was pretty strong as well. Um, yeah, just a, just a solid professional performance by the Roosters. And Parramatta are in a world of trouble, because if you look at what their last five games are, oh man, they're playing four of the top five teams. Um, they they I, they could very easily slip down to sixth before the final start. Yeah, it's looking likely, isn't it? And I think Moses is coming back this week, but yeah, he's going to have to have a big game to to stop stop the crap that's um happening to the eels. It's really strange. It's sort of fallen off a cliff. Yeah. But it's, 
it's pretty common for them at this time of year anyway. It's, it historically, is. that's sort of what they've done. So yeah, it'll I be interesting it. to see how they get out themselves out of it, if they do. Yeah, exactly. I read a story about that too, actually, today, about um, what their, their track record is like the last few years at this time of the year. It also sort of showed what their performances are like against, um, I think it was the Roosters, Penrith, Melbourne, um, because those three have traditionally, the last couple of years, been right up near the top of the ladder, and their record against those teams is very, very poor. So coming up against the big teams, you know, they're, they're in a bit of trouble. Yeah, it's... Well, the yeah, Roosters, it was another injury-plague game Roosters, again, yeah. didn't they? They lost a few lost they a did. few people well, again. Josh Morris, Josh Morris is, yep. is gone. So who'd want to be a Roosters player, I guess? You're just going to get injured. Bloody but, hell, but it's just crazy. It show, doesn't it show what an incredible season they've had, though? The fact that they're, they're now equal fourth with Parramatta. They're just behind them on percentages. Um, they're showing a lot of heart and character. I mean, they had every excuse to miss the eight this year based on everything they've gone through. And I'm only really saying this because Phantom's not here, because I wouldn't say it in front of him, because he's a weasley little f***. But um, his team, his team <laughs> play with a lot of heart and character, and that a lot of that comes down to the coach, I think. So um, solid effort by the Roosters. They keep on pushing. Yeah, there's only two. I think there's only two teams that could be able to deal with the injuries: Melbourne and Roosters, to and still be still keep winning. Absolutely, yeah. keep winning the way they coach, the culture yeah. is drilled into them. They're, they're taught, once you put this jersey on, we don't care how many guys are out, you put this jersey on, we have an expectation of you. And and that's what they're doing. And, and look, obviously if they come up against a Melbourne, they're not going to be able to beat them. Not the way Melbourne are playing this year and because they're fully fit. But you give them up against a, a mid-range team, I'm going to put my money on the Roosters because they've got more heart. Yeah. I mean, I'm also hoping that the Phantom's not going to listen to this part of the podcast uh, because that will be... <laughs> All right. Moving on, uh, West Tigers versus Warriors. Only Phantom picked Warriors. Good on the Warriors. They won all the players they've lost. Oh, it was a fantastic it was good. effort. It was a great effort to win. I didn't really care about the game, I, but good on them for winning. I did really struggle with my tip for this one. I don't know if you guys remember. I was saying, oh, geez, I really don't know. I'll tip the Tigers, but with no confidence. And that's why, because that's what the Tigers do. That A game they're expected to win. The Warriors had so many guys unavailable. Like, they actually said they only had 19 fit players to select from for that match. They had a lot of guys playing out of position. They were down 10-0 at halftime. They, they could have easily just thrown in the towel, but good fight by them. Um, sorry, yes. but... Smokes, I know you want to talk about the Broncos for like 10 minutes. So we'll, uh, I'll, I'll rain it. <laughs> we'll carve out some time. I'll rain it in. Maybe I'll, I'll rain it into about eight minutes. But um, no, look, um, fantastic. Fantastic performance by the boys. Um, we at no stage looked like losing that game, which is the first time I've been able to say that in a couple of years, where I was felt comfortable from start to finish. Um, well, you were playing the Cowboys. They were, and look, the Cowboys, they've lost quite a few in a row, which is part of my confidence. But um, the last few weeks, the Broncos have started to turn the corner a little bit. They've, since Ben Eichen has come on board, we've played four matches. We've won two of them. We've lost two of them. One of those losses was a very close loss to Penrith, who were running second. So not exactly a bad performance. So they've, they've turned the corner. They're starting to show some real signs. Um, Tyson Gamble was unbelievable. I think he's pretty much penciled himself in as our five eighth next year because he's not the most skillful player in the comp, but he is improving that skill set. He set up some tries with kicks. Um, he's a very much gets in the face of the opposition. He rubs people up the wrong way, it, not in a grubby way, just in a almost like a, a John Plath when John Plath used to play off the bench for the Broncos years ago. Very similar to that. We're just like 
had a bit of niggle about him, which is great. He's got size to back it up. Um, you know, he, he set up a beautiful try for, for Tony Staggs. He put this ball onto him that put him in between two defenders and, and a guy like Staggs is just going to make, uh, make mincemeat of defence if he um, gets put into that sort of space. Um, yeah, so just a really strong performance by the Broncos. Um, and they, they deserve to win by as much as they did. Um, I might be out of order here because the way that the lockdowns change the orders. Uh, but let's go with uh, Dragons versus Rabbitohs, Principal. Oh, look, it was a predictable result, I guess. But um, probably, a, you know, six, what was it, 60 points, the Rabbitohs? Was it? Uh, 50, uh, 50, 50 to 14. Got, yeah. 50, 50 points, so Rabbitohs are just... See how they, if they can keep up that momentum. It was the sort of I mean, Dragons had a lot of players out. I think for this game, didn't they? So yeah, yeah, the, they the, um the dra- the Dragons yeah. are done. Their season's done. The, the the COVID barbecue party has has ended their season. Um, and Ben Ben Hunt's injury ben as well. He broke out. his arm, so yeah. he's out for the next month. Um, um, and he pa- his apparently he played that game. He played in that game with the broken arm for a well, bit as well, he, apparently. He, he, so. he played the full 80 yeah. minutes. Um, I don't know what stage he got the arm injured, but yeah, you're right, he played the full game. He set up their, their first two tries, Ben Hunt. He saved one or two as well. He's busting his ass for this team to the point where he's now literally busted his arm because of it. Um, he hasn't got guys going with him. And, and you know what? As, as much as it sucks for their fans and as much as it sucks for the players in their club who did the right thing, they deserve what they're getting at the moment. And it's it's the best lesson, it's the best way to teach those players a lesson is, you know what, you didn't let yourselves down, you let this club down. Because they're, they're done. Um, the Rabbitohs, the other thing too, is like, obviously this is one of the games that was moved. The Rabbitohs were probably most inconvenienced by this because they were already on the plane, on the way to um, Rockhampton for the game when it was originally scheduled for Saturday. So they sort of had to fly to Rockhampton, sit in a plane for a few hours, fly back to Brisbane and then play the match at Brisbane the following day, which is probably why they were a little bit shaky to start the game. But um, again, they just piled on the points to Rabbits. They're, they've won about seven or eight in a row. They're in top form. Yeah, they're looking good. And hopefully, I mean, I, yeah, I hope they can get a bit of form and make the finals really interesting. Yeah. Get that extra team in there that's going to challenge the, the yeah. two top ones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, and then Principal, uh, yeah, Smokes, you mentioned it earlier, the the order of the games was all a bit messed up, but uh, the Knights vs Raiders... Uh, oh, do we have a... to talk about that? Yes, we definitely do. Hey, I've had to talk about every one of the Broncos' losses. It's your turn. The... No, I just got sour grapes. I don't care. I hate <laughs> NRL. <laughs> no. I think so, the scoreline very much... In all seriously... Raiders. Um, yeah, it did. So the game was over probably in the first probably five, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of the game. Mm. Raiders forgot to show up. They were, they were still expecting to be um, playing yesterday. They were still, they, the day before, they sort of forgot when the game was on. So that was an interesting start and they couldn't come back from 18 points down. They, they got back into it at, some, at one stage, but it was sort of luck more than anything else. The Knights sort of ran away with it and Raiders got a few tries at the end, which flattered the Raiders in the scoreline part of it, but um, it'll be interesting to see how they back up. You guys got the last two tries, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that they got a short turnaround on this, and hopefully they can mm. do a put a big do a number on the Dragons and maybe get a bit of confidence back. I mean, they're still in the fight for the eight; they're equal eighth um, with the Titans and the Sharks. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got to win most of the games for us a year to to have a chance. Yeah. Hopefully, mm. they they make it, but. 
they're going to have to do, they really need to sort of bounce back very quickly. They've got to win this game. I mean, it's a must-win game this week against the Dragons for the Raiders yeah. to have any chance. They've got to win these these easy games because they've got a couple of hard ones coming up as well. Yeah. But yeah, pretty poor. Pretty poor overall. Yeah, yeah they, they were pretty ordinary. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, as, as I said, I think the Raiders got the last two tries, which, which sort of even the scoreline out a bit, but... Pong was pretty strong for Newcastle. Um, generally, when he's strong, they, they are hard to beat. But, yeah, it's a game I very much expected the Raiders to win and they, they just came up really short. Yeah. yeah. They just couldn't tackle Bradman Best either. Yeah, he was, he was He'd good. come back he from injury good. and he, he was just bouncing off Raiders players, scoring mm-hmm. or setting up tries at Wilf in that first, first part of the game. So yeah. maybe Raiders need to do a bit more um, tackling practice. Sam yeah. Williams struggled a lot, which has yeah. been a common theme. Yeah, true. Smokes. Uh, Storm versus Panthers. Yeah, I watched um, I watched this one, and um, look, Penrith um, came out pretty hard early, but you just see, um, with, with them missing some guys, like you know Nathan Cleary, most notable, but they're missing a few other guys as well, and Melbourne were pretty much back to full strength because Harry Grant was back in, Pappenhausen was coming off the bench, Munster was back in the side. Jeez, they're hard to... They're going to be so hard to beat. They really are, Melbourne. They... I think it was a 36-0 at one point, or 34-0 or whatever it was. And then mm. I think Penrith got a couple of late tries just to to add a little bit of respectability to it. And look, I tend to think if, if Penrith had their full-strength team, it, it is a bit of a different game. But I still don't know if they can beat Melbourne. Not the way Melbourne are going yeah. this year. They're just so, so hard to beat. They just, um, they just do everything right. They just, yeah, they're, they're arguably a better team now. With all those champion players retired, <laughs> in many ways, I mean, look at what they've done. This it seems year. more they've even. It, it seems, it seems more more of an even team. I don't know. It just seems yeah. everyone seems to be good. They just seem to. That's I don't right. know. Can you stop them? You know, we talk about momentum in the games, but can you stop this momentum of just literally just winning and winning, and okay. they just don't know how to lose, and, and they're, they're winning just, so comfortably. It's just yeah. It's, half the time they don't look like they're getting out of like second or third gear, and mm. you know they're just. That is cruising and it's you know it's impressive. Yeah, they're um, look they um, yeah like I said they're going to be hard to beat. It's if anyone can knock them off, um, they'll win the comp. It's simple as that. Like um, they're the team to beat. Come on, the Raiders, just knock them off. Is <laughs> right. I'm not sure <laughs> when they're playing uh, Storm versus Raiders, but I, I, my money's on Storm. Mm. So are the Raiders' money. There's on the Storm too. They know they're no chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone want to? Anyone watch this game? The Bulldogs vs Titans. No, I don't care. It. it was I. I kind right. of got cool. the games on because uh, Monday. <laughs> yeah, it, I was yeah. all confused because I'm like checking my tips on Monday. And I'm like, hang on a sec, and then I remembered hearing something on, over the news about the the delays yep. and flights and all sort of stuff. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, okay. Last game on Monday, uh, Sharks vs Sea Eagles. Principal. Yeah, oh, predictably, Tommy Turbo destroyed the Sharks. Oh. Got an early night. That's as much as I really know from the game. Yeah. <laughs> the Eagles won very uh, comfortably. I would have liked them. I was a bit disappointed they didn't win by like 60 because it would have helped the Raiders for and against. <laughs> so it's sort of... And why did they take Tommy Turbo off? He could have scored another four tries. Yeah, exactly. Help, help the Raiders. Exactly. But, um, they're resting him. They're resting him for next week, for this well, week actually. I think they're playing that Melbourne. That is exactly why because um, it wasn't, he wasn't injured. They took him off because they want to keep him fresh for their big one this week. Um, Tom Travojevic, I mean... Three tries, three try assists, six line break assists, 200 plus metres. He did that in 66 minutes. 
Um, yes. He, he basically just won that game by himself. Um, I think I read somewhere, like, and I don't play super coach anymore, but he scored a base score of 224 points. You know, most guys have this guy as their captain, which means he's doubling that. Uh, that's insane in one match. Um, yeah, yeah, what a freak. What a, I mean, he's got to be odds-on favourite for the Dalian medal this year, surely. Yeah, and that's after missing the first four games missing as well, so it's impressive. And, and missing a couple during Origin as well. Um, no no one's going to catch it. No, it, it's got, well, it, it the only guy I would have been in the same region would have been Nathan Cleary, but he's been out for the last four or five games now too, so that probably ruins his chances. So I think it's just he's just give him the medal now. Don't even, don't even waste the money having the award ceremony, just give him the medal. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Well, with COVID, there probably won't be a medal that's, ceremony, yeah, so it'll yeah. be virtual. Po- yeah, <laughs> to post it to him. Just, just put it in the post. Put in the post. Tommy, it's on the way, mate. It's on the way. Put that on your trophy cabinet. <laughs> All right. Well, at the end of round 20, as we mentioned earlier, Phantom got a perfect oh. round. Like, I mean, odds were he was going to get one eventually, but yeah, just has magically he got over. one. <laughs> Smokes, he did all right. Six out of eight. Did, and then well, Principal I, and myself. Yeah, Canberra screwed me again. Five out of eight. <laughs> yeah, you know, they tend to do that. <laughs> so the Canberra or the Broncos screwing us with these tips, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a, yeah, constantly. Uh, that perfect round for Phantom really doesn't help him overall for the season. Oh, no, he's still it right. makes still no difference. Little he's, difference. He's, he's at 89 out of roughly 157. Smokes, you're almost on 100. You're on 98. And then Principal and myself are both on 112 because we don't want to move. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, yeah, there we go. Nice, nice. Um, uh, So, on to some news headlines. Uh, The NRL games to resume on Sunday with players to be kicked out of Queensland if breaches occur. Yes, well, this was... 10 bucks bucks says breaches will occur. Oh, well... You know, this was obviously the, the massive thing that just completely changed the, the weekend, didn't it? I mean, we, we get up on Saturday morning and I turn on the news and, oh, there's a press conference. Oh, we're going into a three-day lockdown. One of the questions that the uh, health minister was asked was, will this affect the NRL? Yes, it will. No professional sport during the lockdown. So She I'm, hates the NRL. She, I, she just absolutely hates the NRL. I can't, look, like... Look, the, just, biggest, the biggest anyway. problem with what, what she did is that what the Queensland government did here is they did not even give the NRL a heads up that this was coming. Now, they know the NRL have moved their entire operation to Queensland. They have their players in these biosecurity measures, all that sort of stuff. They didn't have the courtesy to let them know, hey, just just, going to tell you that, you know, there's a lockdown coming and we may have to put your... uh, your competition on hold. No, no word to them. They found, the NRL found out through the press conference, which was really weak. But as per usual, Peter Volandis, it's it's almost like it's almost like he takes this in his stride. Like he gets told, "Ah, oh, yeah, no, there won't be any professional sport played in South East Queensland during this lockdown." Twenty four hours later, he's organised for five matches consecutively to be played at Suncorp Stadium. So <laughs> he just has a way to to negotiate these these situations, doesn't he? And and, and get the game back on track. Obviously, we're playing with no crowds, but at least the footy's on. Yeah. What I just don't understand about Queensland and their health, you know, it same things, not the same thing, but something similar last year where they were like, the players aren't coming to Queensland. And, you know, there was, um, the Premier was really adamant at one stage during the, the lockdown when Peter Valenges was saying, we're going to get the competition back. And you had the Premier going, not, not going to happen that, you know, 
with Sydney's lockdown, blah, blah, blah. And this time around, they said, no, no games instantly. And it, it's, it's funny they always do that. And, you know, and then they want Do they the, mean no games with crowds or do they mean like no, no games? They, they, they initially meant they, no games at all. Like no, not oh, yeah. even being played. Okay. So that's why the, all the Saturday games got postponed until the NRL were able to negotiate with the government to still have the games but with no crowds. So they've had to they've had to put in even stricter um, protocols around the players. Like I noticed that all the players they, they only took their masks off as they were running onto the field. So they were even wearing them in the dressing rooms and everything. They took them off as they went onto the field. It's it's um look look the, obviously the as you said with the, the the premier doing what she does I mean she she just likes to look look good to the people because you know she wants to win their support but you know what to not consult the NRL was really poor form but amazing effort by by Valandis and and Andrew Abdo again to get it sorted out very quickly and and obviously what's done for this round as well is that there were going to be some games last round and this round that were going to be played in regional Queensland areas, but they've had to sort of rejig that now. So the, the Newcastle Broncos game, for example, was supposed to be at Sunshine Coast Stadium, but they've relocated it to Suncorp. So this round, um, all the games are at either Suncorp Stadium or the Gold Coast Seabus Super Stadium. Um, so as you, yeah. as you can see on there, like, I think the first... Three games are at Seabus, then the next two are at Suncorp, and then so, so they, they're breaking it up a bit, um, and that's obviously to try and keep the the integrity of the the, the ground surface intact. I think if if nothing else, you can't. Yeah, I mean, seven games on one field would not work. Which would is it? what happened last round in the end, because the two Friday night games were at Suncorp, and then all of Sundays and Mondays games were at Suncorp. So they had seven games in a row. Um, so they need to break it up a bit, and that's what they've they've done to do it. You've got to imagine that the NRL had some of these, like, like these plans. Like, you know, if this happens, yeah. we'll do this. Oh, they, that way absolutely. they can just jump on absolutely. it. Absolutely. They've got, they've got all these um, backup plans. Like, the thing that, that threw them through a bit of a, a hoop last round, though, was the fact that they weren't told. They, they found out through the press conference. Mm. They're like, oh, shit, hang on. Well, we've got to find a way to get our, our competition. Like, they were going to relocate the, the Raiders game, I think, um, principal, to, to Townsville. At one point. Yeah, they, apparently they even had a, like a bus waiting at the front. You know, they were just because yeah. I was obviously rushing to to do all these things. But no, I was, I was just going to say it was a sad night of no footy on a Saturday night in the middle yeah. of footy season. It was, yeah, yeah. It was a bit upsetting, but you know it was, it was these different. things happen. And it was worse. different, that's for sure. Um, yeah, but was, what, I, I think I heard at one point they were considering taking the the Canberra Knights game to Canberra. They were actually going to take it back to Canberra, but I think the logistics of it was just going to be too difficult. Yeah, apparently they got yeah, approval think... from Canberra and all that, you know, the stadium and the government to do it. But, yeah, it was just all logistics. Uh, Andrew Barr would be fine with it. <laughs> At my, I don't think he's a premier. He's like a chief minister. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He'd be fine with it. He likes a bit of uh, Raiders football. All right, uh, on to our next article. Uh, the Rugby League World Cup uh, said to be postponed until 2022. Mm. Yeah, well, Sanity has prevailed. Yeah, absolutely. Sanity has prevailed. It just, why not? Just put it off. Get the good teams there. Make sure that it, it can have some sort of competition. You know, it's, the competition, if you win it without having to play Australia and New Zealand, have you really won the World Cup? No. Exactly. How, how can you have the World Cup without the two best teams? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just um, ridiculous. And I, I believe it's going to be officially announced tomorrow that it will be postponed. And, you know, obviously it was England who are being smarmy about it first like oh we're going to host it anyway we don't care if it's uh, we think it's cowardly by Australia and New Zealand to pull out well there's more important things at the moment than, than having 
you know, 12 teams from different countries fly to the UK, where caseloads are still very high. I mean, like, yes, 70% of your population may be vaccinated, but we're all not. So we're not going to put ourselves at risk and then bring it back home and and create a problem for for our country. So, you know what? And and as if the NRL clubs would want their players going over there at the moment. They'd be like, no, no, stay home. Let's do it next year. Let's face it. Australia will win it when they do it next year anyway. So, yeah. But smart move. And as you said, sanity prevails. Uh, Storm owners have splashed the cash in bid to land the MCG its first NRL grand final. Ooh, I like this. I'm gonna let you I like go, this. I'm going to let you go first, Principal. So I know. I can we're going to have different. So we're going to have different views. We're going to have uh, different views on this, but I like this idea. Melbourne are going to be in the grand final. There's no way in the world they're not going to be in this grand final. You can get maybe not a hundred thousand. Get even 80,000 in Melbourne to watch this final, even though it's on a stupid round over, which is on the other stupid sports play on apart from cricket, you know. Um, yeah, I just think if, they go, if they're they going to pay more money, why wouldn't you take it to the place that's going to take give you more money and more crowd? It'll be an awesome atmosphere and it'll build something, something in Melbourne. And let's face it, Queensland don't want it anyway. They'll probably call the well, game off. NRL will take their money, I reckon. So, yeah, let them, let them splash the cash oh, and have it in Melbourne. So, what? Yeah. Sydney so, siders will be stuck in their home anyway, most likely. Take a few so. deep breaths, smokes. Just take a few deep breaths before <laughs> Remember, this is PG rated. Or apparently, yeah, we get it would beat. be nice if it was. Right. Let's go. Melbourne. <laughs> their money. <laughs> that smarmy twerp who runs the storm. Melbourne have done right. nothing for rugby league ever. Even yeah. this, and I've heard you say this so many times, Principal. Why did Melbourne have a team in our competition when they, they literally produce nothing for rugby league? They come and poach Queensland's and now New South Wales and New Zealand's best players to form a team, and they think they can take our grand final? No. Look, okay, if we're being serious. Can I pause for two seconds? Can I pause yes. for two seconds? Yes. It's not actually yours. It's Sydney's grand final that then we were going to lend you, but then you stuffed it up, and then <laughs> what, Melbourne are taking said, it over. There's a bit of a complicated web of, of things. Okay. But anyway, when continue. I, when I said our grand final, I was actually unifying New South Wales and Queensland for that one moment because it is oh, our okay. game. It is New South Wales and Queensland's game. Uh, look, I uh, look. In the end, it's ultimately going to come down to if Queensland can't have crowds for grand final, it will get moved. If they can have crowds then for no other reason than the fact that the people of Queensland deserve the grand final ahead of the people of Melbourne, then it should be in Queensland. Uh, And it should be in Brisbane. I mean, I saw um, Paul Crawley actually make a really good point saying, look, we've literally sold everything this year. We sold the the other state of origins when they couldn't be played where they were supposed to to the highest bidders. We we sell players mid-season to other clubs for more money and whatever. He said, but this this is our showpiece event. This is the game for every fan, surely if anyone outside of Sydney deserves it, it's Brisbane, based on what their fans give rugby league every year. I mean, got even Mike Lennis, of all people, said, Suncorp Stadium still gets filled every week, even though the Broncos are performing poorly overall. That shows how passionate they are for it. So we, if, if we can have a crowd, we deserve it. It's got, I reckon it'd have to be a capacity crowd, though, at Suncorp. You can't yeah, have, it would, half it would have to be capacity. It would have to be at least 40,000. You'd have to be able to get you, at least 80, yeah. uh, 80%. I would agree with that. You can't, you can't be, yeah. yeah. 
like with the COVID stuff that's happening, I don't know how it's going to go up there, and but look, obviously, you but you'd have to. If you could only get fifty percent in Melbourne, that's still forty-five thousand people, isn't it, at the MCG? Yeah. So I agree with that. I think they've got to be able to have at least yeah. forty thousand. It's got to look good. You can't have. You can't be looking at empty seats for a grand final. You know, exactly. It, 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 in Melbourne, yeah, you, I guess you might be looking at empty seats because it's so big. But in Suncorp, if you've got twenty thousand people there, I think, or you know, yeah, probably twenty. Is it? That's about fifty percent yeah, capacity. Fifty to an so, half. Yeah, holds fifty to an half. So twenty-five. Yeah, you need to. You need to make it. It's got to be got to be a decent 40. crowd you there. Know, but got to have at least forty because if there's ten thousand in the very top tier, you can't really see. Who cares? The stadium's going to look amazing with forty thousand. But I, look, I really hope it's here because I want to go. I want to go as soon as if, if they do it, I'm buying a ticket as soon as it's available. Yeah, yeah I mean, if Melbourne and Brisbane, plan. if exactly. Melbourne and Brisbane no. f- it up, just take it to Canberra Stadium. Oh, Balls in, you yeah. can go yeah. watch a grand final. I'll I mean, come Canberra down won't and be you. there, but you know, look. Go. You could go. <laughs> no, camera won't be no, there. Go. I'll go. I'll go. Right. I'll go. All right, back on to uh, Queensland. Uh, they blew it. Kent fumes at Queensland government's ambush of the NRL that cost uh, that could cost state grand final. Uh, similar to what we were saying before. Yeah, we pretty much just covered that. Um, yeah. I guess the, the point that Kent makes is sort of the point I was making is that it was it was pretty slack by the Queensland government to not even keep the NRL advised of what was going on and. And look, I, I as a as a guy living in Brisbane and hoping for a grand final in this wonderful city, and we got the Olympics, so we deserve a grand final too. Um, it, I would I would be absolutely filthy if what the government have done here costs our city the grand final. Um, I really hope that so long as we can have a crowd, I've got to believe that Valandi's going to say, you know, the, the Queensland people deserve it. I think it's all that money, mate. I think uh, it's all that money. Also, also. They spent a lot of money on accommodation this last, you know, it's couple true. of weeks. This is true. Uh, I, I, I just don't like the idea of our showpiece event. Because I still consider this bigger than State of Origin, the grand final. Our showpiece event going to the heartland of AFL does not sit well with me at all. You can, Could you imagine how much they will, they will hold it over us forever saying, oh, we've never sent our showpiece event, event to Sydney. They will yeah, but they sent it to Brisbane. They, they sent it to Brisbane, so that's did, all right. You know. But they're so arrogant, they actually think they have a foothold in Queensland, which they don't. They do not. I know, how funny is that? I, can't, I know, I, they do think that. And then, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're not even they're close. Got no we, need some, uh, we need some Melbourne representation they're, they're, on this they're, podcast. They're feasting on the arse of r- the rugby league population <laughs> up here, <laughs> AFL. Uh, Dragons cop a huge... Finals blow as Hunt sidelined with broken I arm. I think we mentioned this earlier. The right? rugby league gods help Canberra <laughs> finally. Got it. You know, Ricky Stewart's talking about luck. Oh, we, they just got rid of their only player that's been putting in for them every week for this yeah. game. So, sorry, yeah. Ben Hunt, but hopefully the Raiders win. If you blokes, if you blokes don't beat St George this week, you shouldn't watch another game this year involving the the, the lime green. You know machine. the worst thing. I hate when games are on Friday or Thursdays because it ruins my weekend when they lose. Yes, so it the just same. Like, isn't the worst feeling. It just they lose. I'm like, nah, I'm not watching any more footy. I'm like, stuff. <laughs> I get really bitter. I see the oh, you know, and tonight's game is. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't even care. Stop it. I'm not watching footy ever again. But until the next week. But like, conversely, if you play on Thursday or Friday and you win, then you're happy to watch every other game for the rest oh, of the week because you're in a good mood. Yeah. Oh, what's this? Yeah, my team already won. They care. Oh, the rest I, of the games. I want to watch it. 
<laughs> I start judging teams. I'm like, if only you played what the Raiders did the other day, yeah, you might yeah. have had a chance of winning this game. Anyway, exactly. so exactly. But oh, look. I think I think somewhere somewhere after Tuesday, you like reset your switch and you're back to football. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. To pretty much. It's like, oh, well, we're a chance this week. But no, there were more guys this, been home no, injured too. There was um, Katani Staggs is out for the rest of the season. Um, it's a MCL strain. Look, I think the Broncos are just playing it very precautionary because they know we obviously can't make the finals. So it's more of a, look, they could maybe get him back for the last one or two games, but what's the point? What's the risk? No. Um, keep him on ice for next year when you've got a ice. chance. Exactly. Look, he's shown in the four games he's been back what he is capable of doing because he's been pretty damn good in each one of them. Uh, and having uh, Reynolds at halfback is just only going to help him even further. So they're just playing it cautionary there. That uh, Dane Laurie from the Tigers, that was a pretty horrific leg injury. I don't know if you saw that, but that was pretty bad. I think he broke his... Um, it was either his tibia or his fibula. Um, fibula, not, yeah. Not good, because um, I've done that myself. That is not a lot of fun. Um you know, Sean Johnson, he's out for the rest of the year, so he's done with Cronulla. His next game will be in a Warriors jersey mm. next year. So That's probably hardly a surprise for him, though. Oh, he's exactly. constantly injured with that hamstring. It's yeah, hamstring, yeah, I think. Exactly. Again, yeah, so. So, look, a few guys um, starting to to cop some injuries, but, uh, you know, um, that's the way it goes. This time of year, like those niggling injuries, they, they, start, to, they start to come... Come full circle, and um, yeah, it's, it's a, I, I do feel a bit bad for Ben Hunt because he's had a really. I think this has probably been his best season, even though it's not going to result in a final series for him. I actually think it's personally been his best um, year of uh, NRL footy, apart from maybe the year the Broncos made the grand final. Jesus, this article is just like player after player, that are like either out. Oh yeah, well that's that's it. Like, you it's been carnage. Like, carnage is. Um, Quite substantial. Just keeps going. And, and again, Roosters have got a page spot the, for themselves. All the restrictions and lockdowns don't make it easy because none of the lower grade competitions are playing footy. So it means that like, if you bring players in who have, aren't playing every week, they might come in cold because they're not playing reserve grade and they're more potential of getting injured too. It'd be interesting to see if teams you know, that typically rest players at the end of the season will do that. Or, you know, it's interesting to see how they go risking some players um, so, for one or two games and losing depth. Or, so it'd be interesting. Like Mel- Melbourne, 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 typically, yeah. Who are they playing, you guys? Doesn't matter. They'll, they'll, they'll have the minor premiership wrapped up, so why wouldn't you rest? Yeah, them, yeah. You know? Well, they, they typically rest anyway, Melbourne, so. All right, uh, moving on to our beer bets. Uh, let's have a quick look. Phantom lost one, Principal lost three. Smoke's gained four, so you guys are just moving them all around. I'd like maybe one day we'll get over, we'll all meet up and be able to drink these beers. Yeah, we'll each just have a case. Maybe virtual. Uh, Onto this the week's. At the moment. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, we'll see. I was being, I was being positive. That's it. Uh, unlike positive. me, I know. We might have to go to Melbourne positive. and do it. You know, Canberra, mate. Canberra, there's no COVID cases. Stay positive, but not COVID positive. There's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. All right, uh, Smoke's got a beer bet. I do, I do, and this is a big one. I think I'm going to have a taker straight up. The Melbourne I'll Storm, take it. The Melbourne Storm's winning streak ends this week at the hands of Tom Trebojevic and his manly Warringah Sea Eagles. That's, that's Ooh, I'll uh, definitely take it. Bet, but I you know what, there's a good I chance. I base this purely <laughs> on the fact that Melbourne have won 16 in a row. They have to lose soon. They have to, by the laws of... 
probabilities and physics and everything. They have, and look, if anyone's going to take him down at the moment, it is Tommy Turbo. I've looked at the, the I've looked at Manly's team. It is a strong team, not just Turbo. His brother's there, DCE's there, Martin Power up front. They've got to be a chance, and they always play well against Melbourne. I wish I could do a long term bet, beer bet, right? Yeah. Melbourne won't lose again, and they won't even lose the grand final because I'll gain the grand final as well. They'll just win everything. Interesting. So, Mate, you can't get your little multi-bets to do that. Oh, <laughs> you no, could, could. Yeah, they, 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 good... they would have a bet saying Melbourne not to lose again. Or, so, or, or yeah. when will Melbourne lose next? And there would be odds on but it. Then also, but then also gain the grand final in Melbourne. They, they'll just win everything. <laughs> they'll, they'll be... <laughs> Principal, your B-bet, please. I will say Eels will win. Who are they playing? Beat the beat South. Oh, Eels will beat South. Uh, Bunnies, glory, glory to South Eels, yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Uh, Eels to Eels will win. Okay, yep. Charlotte I've got a good one for the Phantom one. as well. Oh, okay. yeah. Please, please let me know. Hargraves will get a double. <laughs> what? What? A double suspension? Because <laughs> that one, he will definitely do that. A du- yeah. No, this is double try. Two tries. Definitely not suspensions. That's that's too easy. We may as yeah. well just give fan on the be- the beers yeah. now. Yeah. Hargraves. Pro, pro. All right. You both taking it? Oh, obviously. Cause We're both. <laughs> he's, he does, the longer he's not here, the more get, we get. If he does somehow get two tries against Penrith, the team running second. <laughs> he I'll, deserves I'll, all the I'll, beers. I'll, I'll, I'll give him a whole wear, case. I will wear some form of Rooster's memorabilia in the next podcast. Only you guys will see it because we're not a video cast, but you know, I'll wear something Roosters Yeah, related. thank God. Uh, anyone do a fancy bet or anything? Have we stopped no, doing these multi I've lost all my money from Raiders. I did not bet responsibly when I was betting on the Raiders, and I've lost it all. So no more bets for me for a yeah, while. Yeah, I, I sort of had maybe 10 or $15 in my account. I don't anymore. It all went disappeared very quickly. <laughs> Well, no, I did have like a, I did get like a try scorer bet up in the Broncos game, but then I spent it. And yeah, oh, bet responsibly. Now, now I'm sad. bet responsibly. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or don't bet look at us. Be We're just off. losing money. Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, let's uh, crack on to round twenty-one. Uh, I believe these are all these are all up in these two stadiums, right? Uh, yes. So Thursday, Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yes, correct. So they're at least they're at least. Spread out, not like last week. All right, cool. Knights vs Broncos, Smokes. Got to stick with my boys, the Bronx. Even though Stags is out, they've. Uh, I'll tell you, what I did like as well, other than Tyson Gamble last week, was um, Jordan Ricky. He was unstoppable. Uh, he made seven. Yeah, he was good. Fantastic. Yeah, he's great. To show the promise that I was talking about at the start of the year. He was really good. So he was good a couple of weeks ago against the Tigers as well. So go in the Bronx. <clears throat> Let's pick the score for this one. Let's pick the score. I'm going to go Knights. All right. And I'm going to go Knights by. 12. Broncos by 10 because the Knights have only got a four-day break between games. Eight. Okay. Uh, I'm going the Knights because Broncos 13 Well, we haven't won two in a row so. since rounds one and two last year, so it'd be a nice <laughs> yeah, change. Okay. Uh, Raiders versus Dragons. I'm pretty sure I know what Principal's answer is going to oh, be. A new tip. This will be the Raiders' biggest win of the season. Oh, so they win by six, to... will they? <laughs> <laughs> I think they've had at least Raiders? a couple of wins that have been eight. <laughs> no, they did a 30-plus because 
It, they won by 13 plus and stuff one of my be- 1 to 12 bets. That's right. Um, it did. Bets up, it but did. They won by 13 exact, yeah. Uh, Raiders will win by plenty. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll back the Raiders. I think the Dragons have run their race. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Dragons got no chance. All right, so that's going to be a clean sweep for the Raiders, looks like. Oh, no, uh, Eels versus Rabbitohs. Dragons, I guarantee it. Yeah, he's he's a sausage like that, isn't he? Yeah. All right, eels versus rabbitos, smokes. Oh, rabbitos, obviously. Yeah. Anyone who Principal? would tip the eels to win this is foolish. Oh, I'm, I'm I my beer bet was the eels, but I'm tipping the rabbitos. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so that way you're going to be right with one of them. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Um, Warriors versus sharks. Principal. Oh, we'll go sharks. Sharks should beat Warriors. You know, they got up for last week's game, but it was against very poor opposition. I think the Sharks will be too classy for them. They're still aiming for the top eight. They've yeah. still got a chance, so I think they'll they'll be able to get... They'll have the motivation to win. I've got to stick with the Sharks as well. I know that, yeah, Warriors very gutsy last week, but, yeah, same reasons. It was up against an ordinary team. Right. I'm on the Sharks as well. All right, Roosters versus Panthers. Oh, Principal. Jeez. Oh, look, Panthers. Well, what a ripper of a Saturday night schedule there. We get yeah. Roosters versus Panthers, then we get Manly versus Storm. Oh, I'm sitting Ooh. down for those games. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, um, they'll be great games, actually. But look, I'll go for Penrith because I think uh, Nathan Cleary is back. But this will be a good test for them. Uh, off the back of a pretty big loss, they need to step up. Roosters got a chance. All right, and then as you uh, suggested, Smokes, yeah, Seagulls versus Storm. Yeah, I'll go Seagulls. Look, smart money's on Melbourne, but they're going to lose eventually, so I'm going the Eagles. Going Melbourne. Uh, principal? Yeah, Melbourne. Ah, oh, see, I'm also going Melbourne. Cool. <laughs> we're going to be nice and tight. I don't think we're going to change that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I need to get that point position. up off you. <laughs> uh, Pick okay, the Dragons. Just West... the dra- aren't they your team? No, no, no. Pick no, the no. Dragons. <laughs> no, 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 no. Definitely not, definitely not picking the Dragons. Whoever the bookies tell him. Uh, well, that, but also Dragons aren't going to win. I mean, I knew that. Um, and Storm, I think... Oh, can that think be the name strong. of the podcast? I'm surprised that it's Dragons a 10-90. <laughs> I thought it would be like closer to 50-50. Anyway, yeah. Bulldogs versus West Tigers. I'm assuming everyone's going to tip oh, West Tigers. You know oh, if who the, knows? If the dogs you know. were going to get one, this is it, isn't it? Is it worth taking yeah. a risk on that, on that punt, though? What do you reckon? Principal? I've, in, my other, in my other tipping comp, I've tipped Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, I don't want to lose the point against Balls I, I'm a bit further will, behind in that one. Oh, so geez. I'm go going to Tigers. stick with Tigers. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm Tigers. I'm going to go to it. I'm going to go Tigers and hopefully there's a couple of bets in the coming weeks that are a bit more lone ball and we can separate. I, I hope the Dogs win, but I'll tip the Tigers. All right, and then the last game, Titans versus Cowboys. Smokes. Yeah, I've got to go to the Gold Coast. I think the Cowboys are totally burnt. Principal? Yeah, Titans. They're still they're in the mix for the top eight. They'll win. Well, they're they're in the eight now. They're seventh. Yeah. I think, aren't Cowboys. They? Yeah, they, they, well, they've seven. got three teams. So there's Sharks and Raiders and Titans. They're all fighting for those last yeah. two those yeah. two spots in the eight. So yeah, well, seven through to eleven are all on equal points. Yeah, a lot yeah, of them are sort of 18. up against each other too this week. So that's cool. Yeah, no Titans as well. Okay, I'll get Phantom's tips. He normally sends them to me. Midnight. Um, all right. Well, that brings us Who to the end sleep, of right? this episode of... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Uh, goodbye. Thank you. That's and, it. Uh, yeah, see you next time. Bye. That's it. Go the Mighty Broncos. See you later.
Go the Raiders. Bye.